I know that I'm playing well, and so I'm looking forward to the weekend. I can't have any more fun than to go into the weekend knowing I'm playing well with an opportunity and being in contention, and I'm excited and looking forward to it. But just staying, uh, having a good, clear picture of each shot is all I want to do. He and Oosthuizen have a one-stroke lead over two-time champ, uh, Brooks, PGA champ Brooks Kepka. Bryson DeChambeau is at one under four strokes back. Will Zalatoris is at one over, and Jordan Spieth is at four over heading into day three. That's the Ticket Ticker. I'm Jacob Dedimore, Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310 The Ticket. Wake up with the musers this Monday morning. Start your You're week listening at 530 to a with best of Inside Sports Medicine with Dr. Tio Soriol. All right. Until next week. You can go see Scott Blumenthal at the Center for Disc Replacement. You can see the rest of us at Texas Sports Medicine. Uh, you can email us um, on both of our websites. We have Ask Doc uh, icons, and you can send us a question. We're pretty darn good about answering. Uh, if we're not, something technically went wrong. Until next week, on behalf of all of us here on Inside Sports Medicine and the Ticket, tell your friends. Broadcasting live from the TXU Energy Mothership at Victory Plaza, hard by the AAC. This is Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, The Ticket. KTCK AM, Dallas-Fort Worth. KTCK FM, Flower Mound. The preceding program was furnished by Inside Sports Medicine Associates, LLC, and is responsible for its content. If you haven't subscribed, shame on you unless you just want to give us the money. If you like wasting money, give it to us. We'll put it to yeah. good use. We'll waste it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But if you haven't, just go to uh, idealgolfer.com, sign up. we're not going to tell you the, the, what it is yet. We're, you'll no, have you to have wait to go check Monday. it out. Yeah. But we'll send you a couple of emails a week. If you like the deal, great. If you don't, just wait for the next one. Think Wild Dogs. Wild Dogs. I have no idea where the hell that's going. <laughs> That was a hint about the course, that's all. I hear things at night. <laughs> all righty. Anyway, yeah, see what Craig means on Monday, because even I'm a little perplexed. Go to idealgolfer.com. Always more golf, less cost. Coyotes are wild dogs. So they they already dumbed down that, that uh, tournament and that, you know. But that's yeah. more of an exhibitionist type of uh, tour well, anyway. exhibitionist might be something different. But <laughs> you're not playing nude. Oh, jeez. Just saying. But I don't have it. I, did you really it. Did you really go crazy? He was just kind of plodding along, taking really? care of her. Yeah, she's an amateur. And, and then right when she makes it the big time, pro-wise, she can actually make money. Bangs her. What? Bang. <laughs> I didn't mean that. <laughs> what? <laughs> Mark. I didn't mean it like that. You what? said it so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time to go to bake. So, the That's, tour says they're well, going to need a, a million tests. Here's the problem with that. That test, have you seen somebody get the, the nose swab I've test? had it done. That's why. I, that's why I had. I was diagnosed with influenza A. No, the co- the COVID the COVID one is way deeper than. Eh, they, I didn't really see that. They go. Yes, they go. I mean, it's about that long, Rick. Seriously, I mean, I'm. But 
Yeah, but they, they, I had the same swab, but they didn't drill my brain. They do on a COVID test. Mm. Go Google it. Really? Or YouTube Google. Google <laughs> YouTube something. Um. <laughs> I have a mental disorder. Hey, good morning. It is 8.04 on Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, the ticket special PGA Championship edition of the Tee Box. That's Craig Rosengarten. I'm Rick Arnett. We're with Avid Golfer Magazine. Check out the new issue online at myavidgolfer.com. And Ideal Golfer, where you can get a great round, one of the highest rated courses, I'm going to say in Texas, definitely East Texas, and that's Tempest, Tempest Golf Club. And it is gorgeous. So check that out. It's the lowest price you'll ever get on IdealGolfer.com. Today we're with the greatness of Mini of Plano, right next door to Classic BMW. And you can get great rates on other Minis. Uh, check out, if you're into uh, electric cars, check out the electric Mini Cooper. I reviewed it for next month. It's a street-legal go-kart. That's all I'm going to say. It is fun. Fun, fun, fun. So come on out here, take a look at that, take a look at our other pre-owns, and you will be in good, good shape. We're going to um, get to it right away. We have a fun guest on at 810, Colt Nost, pride of SMU, one of only three players to win three USGA events in one year. Really? I yeah, did not know that. Bobby Jones and Jay Siegel, who is a really? world-class amateur. Yeah, one of only three. So he's uh, hung up his clubs professionally, but now he's a really good golf broadcaster. He's fun. I watched him uh, during the ESPN Plus streaming, and he's a natural. He's like Gary McCord. He's like David Faraday. He just gets it, has enough. Uh, he's contemporary enough to know all the players, and he knows enough to talk about the game, and he throws in some good self-deprecating humor, and it's all good. So we're going to put him on. Like, too sweet, like right now. So, without further ado, let's get to that. And it's also brought to you by the greatness of the PGA Tour Superstores, where they still have uh, 20 bucks off your first 100 or $50 off your first 250 Anything but Ping, FootJoy, or Titleist. Took advantage of it last week. There you go. And you can still get the free golf fitting, the, the van fitting experience. It's $150 value. You sign up online. Type in the T-Box, and that is free. So check it all out, PGA Tour Superstores. All right, up next, let's talk to the man, Big Gravy. That's what they call him, Colt Nost, on the ticket. Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, the ticket. 813 on the ticket, T-Box, out at Mini of Plano today. We'll be here till 10 o'clock. And we have some good eats out here, too. We'll talk about that at 8.30. This segment brought to you by the greatness of Club Corp. And on our phone lines right now, Craig O, is we have a man who is one of three people. I bet a lot of people don't know this. One of only three golfers to win three USGA amateur events in a year. And the other two were Bobby Jones and Jay Siegel. Hey, I, remember, I remember the USAM. I remember the public links. I forgot a Walker Cup. The Walker Cup. Walker Cup. So we welcome on CBS's newest edition, 
on their golf podcast, Colt Nost. Good morning to you. Good morning, guys. How we doing? We are doing well. You are turning into quite the media um, starlet. You're like our our American version of David Faraday. Yeah. Yeah, if you had an accent, you'd be really good. Yeah, I will take that. That is quite the honor. David Faraday, one of the best to ever do it. So I remember when you used to work out at Troy Van Beesen's. They used to walk in and you used to hold your own radio show or TV show right while you were working out. And it was <laughs> you always had all of us in stitches, so this was destiny for you. It was bound to happen. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't know if this was ever going to happen. I planned on still playing golf, but, you know, injuries led to this, and I couldn't be more excited for, you know, everything that's going on right now between the podcast, the Sirius XM show, and now making my debut on CBS today. All right, so before we get into the uh, the PGA Championship, what's the been the biggest learning curve for you on air? Because there's a lot of things that go on that the viewer doesn't know about. There's people screaming in your ear, and there's a whole bunch of direction going on. What is it for you? Yeah, you- you know, I would just say, like, you appreciate how much work goes into the broadcast. Like, as a player, I think you're always kind of like, oh, my God, these people are in my way. Like, move. What are you doing? And they complain about little things. I mean, there is so much that goes on behind the scenes to make this incredible broadcast happen that you really need to appreciate these guys, the cameramen, you know, the producers, all that. It is uh, it is quite the spectacle, that is for sure. But, you know, for me, it's just like I'm such good friends with all the guys that still play just because I just recently quit. So I got to always toe that line of friend or media member because there's some things they're going to tell me that they probably don't want me sharing over the broadcast. Is there any no-goes for you? Because I know know a lot of ex-players that turn into broadcasters, they have a tough time speaking the truth, and they don't want to throw anybody under the bus. It's like the old Johnny Miller, you know, when Peter Jacobson hit that shot, and he goes, this is a choke shot waiting to happen. Is there any no-nos that you are following so far? For me, and you know what, I've talked to a lot of the guys because, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm friends with these before I'm a media member. Friends with these guys before I'm a media member. And, you know, I mean, I flew out here to Kiowa with Jordan Spieth. So, I mean, that's something that like, not every media guy does. So, obviously, we're very, very close. And my biggest thing is, like, listen, I'm going to do my job. They do their job. And I'm going to call it like I see it. I don't think I'm ever going to say anything rude. I know they're trying as hard as they can over every shot. But sometimes they don't make the right decision and sometimes they don't execute it properly. So I feel like I'm perfectly, you know, within my realm to, to say it like it is. So we're looking at the leaderboard, and I thought before the tournament started, and I think a lot of other ones, a lot of other people did too, that over par was going to be a no-brainer uh, for a winning score. And I'm seeing that's not the case. And why do you think that is? Well, it's not the case yet. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> you know, I, they set it up pretty. They, they were very safe on Thursday. Kerry Haig and the PGA of America, they do an unbelievable job. They're the best in the business at setting up golf courses. And they knew, I mean, they heard a lot of the golf courses coming off during the practice round saying, you know, this could get ridiculous. It's, it's so so difficult coming in. And they gave them a little bit of a break on Thursday. And then yesterday was a little bit harder. I mean, the round Hideki Matsuyama shot 68 yesterday was incredible in the afternoon. It was playing so difficult. But listen, it's not going to get any easier. I mean, we're, we're looking at, you know, 15-mile-an-hour winds this afternoon. Tomorrow the wind switches direction and there's gust up to 20. So I mean, if if I'm Phil Mickelson or Louis stays in at 500, I would sit, take that right now and go sit in the clubhouse for the next two days, and see what happens. So when you're looking, when you're going out right now and you you, I mean, it, you're going out and you're a leader. You know, in the afternoon you may have a little bit of diff- disadvantage because the wind's going to blow a little harder and it's going to play a little bit more difficult. How much do you watch the morning rounds? Like right now, you could watch the if you haven't 
could stream it. You could stream it. You can watch. You know, it, how much as a player do you watch what's going on when you have a late tee time? You know, that's something I always ask guys that are in contention. Like, how much do you watch? Because you know, part of you wants to get away from it and take your mind off of it in the morning and not think about you know the, the round ahead because it's going to be a very stressful day. It's, there's a lot of pressure. But at the same time, if you do watch it, maybe you learn something that saves you a shot here or there. So it could be a huge benefit. Um, for me, I would like to watch it and see kind of what's going on. Maybe, you know, see it, see someone putt from some different some part of the green that he misread completely, and then you get to there later on. Maybe you have the same thing, and you're like, oh, I saw that earlier. It does this. Who are you going to follow today? So as of right now, I've got Hideki Matsuyama and Christian Bezedenhut, I think. They gave me the difficult names to say. <laughs> you say Christian. So, yeah, yeah it's, that's what I said is Christian normally, and it's Christian apparently. And uh, Bezedenhut or something like that. So I've got them. They're the third to last group um, starting out. Unless something, you know, someone gets hot early like a Bryson, then I might move over to him. But listen, I'm so excited. This is my first time on CBS, um, and it's going to be a, a really cool day for me. You think it's interesting the PGA deemed all the sandy area hazards but not bunkers. You can ground your club this week anywhere. Yeah, you know, it's just it's it's so weird calling it sandy areas and not bunkers and all that. And there's rakes in certain parts and there's not rakes in other parts. So it's a little confusing. Um, but, you know, I guess with how this place is, with all the sand dunes everywhere, it's just easier to make everything the same thing. But still, in my mind, I mean, if there's like some of these – sandy areas or little pot bunkers in the middle of the fairway and like i don't know it's just hard not to call it a, a bunker especially when it has a rake in it okay so you've you've got you're a guy who's gone through injuries and so you can probably relate to somebody like brooks kepka what he's going through and stuff and i watched him last week at the at the nelson and he looked around the greens he looked absolutely lost how does a guy like i, I can't believe he's in just watching him last week i can't believe he's in contention what happened in the last seven days that he's turned it around so much? A major championship started. Yep. I mean, it's just <laughs> unbelievable. I mean, this guy, he's just got a knack for the moment. I mean, another guy that does Louis Ustase and doesn't get near enough credit. I mean, he's another guy that when the majors come around, he seems to elevate his game. But for Brooks, there's just something about it. He's, uh, you know, he's like the high school bully walking down the hallway. Everybody gets out of the way when he's coming through. But I said it all week. I was like, his, that's a name, when, even though he's injured right now, and not at 100%, when you see his name go up there on that leaderboard, it gets your attention. So who who are you picking right now? If you had to, if you had to put a dollar on somebody, what would you, who would you put it on? Man, I, I this thing is so far from over, but I tell you what, Bryson has not hit it his best. He's not putted his best. Yep. And he's sitting there 12th place, you know, just four shots back. I, I if, unless – he just absolutely loses control of his golf ball in the wind. Bryson is going to be very hard to beat, in my opinion. That'd be an interesting final, final uh, pairing. I mean, everybody's probably rooting for Mickelson, but put Bryson up against Brooks. That Bryson, would Brooks be a and Phil. Yeah, in the hunt on Sunday would be awesome. No matter how the pairings are. Now, Bryson paired with Brooks could drive Brooks crazy because all the stuff he goes through. But <laughs> yep, you know those three. I think that would be the most incredible storyline if those three were battling it down coming down the stretch of Kiowa. What is it with Phil? I mean, he's fifty years old. He would be the he would be the oldest major winner ever. And every every time you think he's pretty much done, he comes back and does something like this. I'm I'm amazed. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, he's the ageless one. It's pretty impressive. At fifty years old, he turns fifty one next month to do what he's doing. But listen, there's, there's still a lot of golf left. We got thirty six holes. The pressure's going up. 
Um, it'll be interesting to see how his nerves handle, you know, those short putts because that's something he struggled with since he turned 50. But, listen, he's got the experience. I mean, he's got five major championships. Um, okay. It's going to be a lot of fun. So before we go, and you are kind of Texas's own, but your podcast is one of the best, most fun Subpar. listens. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't you give everybody who doesn't know the podcast and all the information so they can hear it? Yeah, of what course. I name? appreciate that. We we have a lot of a lot of fun with it. It's called Golf Subpar. It's through golf.com, but you can get it on iTunes, Spotify. We actually video all of them. So go to YouTube, type in Golf Subpar. It's me and my boy Drew Stoltz that played over at TCU, and we just have a lot of fun. You know, we, we have golfers on. We have celebrities, uh, you know, other athletes. We've had um, Johnny Manziel, Charles Barkley. I mean, we've had Gary Woodland, John Rahm. I mean, the list goes on. I think we're at episode 69 right now, 69, 70, somewhere around nice. there. Nice. And it has been a lot of fun, and it is uh, absolutely killing it. See, you're turning into a media, media mogul, my friend. You're I'm really trying, killing I'm it. All right, all right, last question, last because everybody always asks this. So this is a 79.1 rated golf course. Um, what does a scratch golfer shoot out there from the tips? In conditions like they've had this week? Yeah. Yeah. They're not breaking 90. Wow. wow. Okay. No. So okay. now I feel better. <laughs> and there's, I mean, there's some scratch golfers that are obviously very good players that don't hit it a long way, and they couldn't get to some of the fairways out here. Wow. Have to get some fairways. All right. Well, Cole, I know you got to go. you got to do some pre-production work. Uh, best of luck this weekend. We'll be enjoying your broadcast, and thanks a lot for popping on today. You got it. Thanks for having me on. All right. See you, Colt. That is Colt Nost, newly ordained Golf commentator for CBS. When he was working out, he used to hold court. He's like Lanny Watkins. Yes, but it was different. He was, um, it was always jolly. Uh-huh. And I hate to say jolly, cause I, but it he was. And it, well, they call him Big he, Gravy for a reason. Yeah, and it's like my son was rehabbing out there at the time, and he was like, man, that guy's funny. Who is he? Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, he's, he's a golfer. He's following in the lines of Faraday, McCord. Yeah. Um, the guys that... Maybe didn't do great on the on the pro tours, but they just have that knack. Well, let me tell you. Let me ask you. So when you think about that, he did. He didn't have a great pro career. No, he got injured. He, got he injured had issues. Whatever. He won two times on the nationwide. But you're talking about a guy who had three USGA USGA majors. I mean, mm-hmm. winning a USAM, it that's got to be one of the most difficult. Well, so is the Publix before they got rid of it. Yes, Same the Publix, but but. Any of that, I mean, you you look at something like that and you just go, wow, right? That's not only do you have to get in the top six for the stroke play, but then you got to beat everybody in there. Mm-hmm. And it's every time one round can derail you, right? One hole can derail you. So people might not remember this, and we didn't have really time to discuss it, and it's been it's been kind of beaten down. But um, at that time when he won the USAM, he decided to go pro. And so he got he didn't get to play in the Masters. He didn't get to play in the uh, get to play in the U.S. Open, maybe, but um, he couldn't play in anything. He never ever played in the Masters. I know, never got that chance. Yeah, he he bet on the. Uh, I bet he's played that course though. Uh, maybe. I, I bet he's know. played that course. Maybe. Well, if he flew out to uh, Kiowa with Jordan, he probably hasn't. I'm saying he's probably he's played probably that course got a in. couple times. Yeah. So anyway, watch his uh, fine broadcasting today. You'll get a kick out of it. It is uh, 8.25 on the ticket. That was brought to you by the greatness of Arcus Golf. Up next, we'll get into some news and notes and kind of liven up the show. And we have some good eats out here that uh, at Minia Plano, we're in the BMW section of Classic BMW, Spring Creek Parkway and the Tollway. 
But before we do all that, Craig, let's talk about the greatness of PGA Tour Superstores. Ah, little little uh, change up on me there. I'm ready for that, but I'm always ready to talk to about keep P- you on your toes. Always ready to talk about PGA Tour Superstore because I like stuff. And I like gadgets, and I like changing things up, and I did last week. And we you were, like discounts. We were out here last week, and I knew you and I were going to play out at Cowboys, mm-hmm. and I needed a new putter. Kind of worked for you a little bit. And I decided, going right out to PJ Tour, Tour Superstore, I'm going to try every putter they've got, because I had an hour, and I was going to get my $50 off my 250 mm-hmm. And I did, by golly. Yeah, a lot of people doing that. People still asking about that. Yes, it's still live. It just mentioned T-Box when you check out. As long as it's not Ping, Tylus, or FootJoy, you can buy anything in the store. Uh, first 250 you get $50 off. Then you can do a separate deal. Go back, buy some shirts or whatever, tees. First 100 you get $20 off. And if you want to do the, uh, the van fitting experience, it's normally $150 value to go through your whole bag. If when you sign up online, type in T-Box, they'll give it to you for free. So so listen to this. So I found a putter. Yep. It was $202. Yep. And as I'm checking out, I went T-Box. And he goes, well, you don't have, you didn't you didn't spend $250. Uh-huh. So I said, well, wait a minute. If I spend $50 right now, that's free. I'm spending 200 bucks right yeah. I'm paying for the putter right now. Whatever I go choose out right there, I'm going to get for free. So I got myself some free stuff. There you go. So check it all out. PGA Tour Superstores, three locations in North Texas, soon to be one in Arlington. Check it out. PGA Tour Superstores, proud sponsor of the T-Box. Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, the ticket. Well, that was good. Having Colt Nost on, North Texas' own. Now will be broadcasting the, uh, he'll be following one of the groups. During PGA Championship today and tomorrow, good for him. He's turning into the new Gary McCord and David Faraday. I would love to sit and have play around. He may be probably one of the most fun guys to ever to play golf with. I'd love to go sit and play, play 18 with him and just, you know, kind of do an interview as we're going. And mm-hmm. If he ever comes back in town, I don't know. If he lives in Arizona now. I don't know if he gets back I here. I think he visits a lot. All right. We're at uh, Mini of Plano. And Memorial Day is right around the corner. You can get a $1,000 dealer discount on any new vehicle in our inventory, $500 off any pre-owned. I I drove the electric Mini Cooper last week for the next uh, issue to review it, and it is fun. God, it's fun. I, I think their convertible may be one of the most fun things. I don't know if they have any on the lot, but you can order one. I bet they, they do. I bet they do, too. Yeah, it is a gas. A it Mini really convertible? Mm-hmm. That's that's talk solid sexiness right there. Solid sexiness. All right. At uh, matter of fact, they may be the new tagline for many. Solid sexiness. Eight fifty. Found a lot of news and notes. We'll get into the leaderboard. But first, since we had uh, Colt on right away, we didn't get a chance to introduce the crew and kind of get the show going. So, uh, want to say welcome to our engineer who's been with us forever. Hello. Kern, good morning to you. How are you? Every time I. Every time I show up early, I always have a tech question for him, and he's always always has an answer for me. It's always good. He saved my behind. Mm-hmm. Something got into my computer, and he said, fix it. Yep. He did. Back at the station, Jay King, board op extraordinaire. Good morning to you. What's up, guys? How is you? I've totally played the wrong open this morning. 
Nobody but knew that. It, you didn't have to mention that. No. What the best part about it is when I was, I was going through them, I was like, you know what? We haven't heard this in so long that I almost forgot about the greatness of that. Mm-hmm. There They're are way too many good opens. Yes, yes, yes. We're filling up the Enco as we speak. That's all of our stuff. Uh, also, doing tickers today, uh, twice an hour, will be Jacob Denimore. Good morning to you. Good morning, fellas. How's everybody doing out there today? Lee's fine. Do you have any side gigs? Do I? Uh, yeah. Yes, I do. Because you almost have to when you're in radio. Uh, yes, this is, this is not a job uh, for someone who is looking to be really comfortable financially unless you're Corby Davidson. Ooh. Yeah, or unless your wife makes a lot of money or whatever. Yeah, it's a labor <laughs> of love. When you start off in radio, you're not doing it for the money. I promise you. No, not you at pay all. pay your dues. Yeah, that's if you have enough money to pay your dues. Yep. That's the other problem. Yep. By the yep. way, I, I love the profound statement at the beginning of that live spot going into the last break about how much you like stuff. Yeah, Craig likes stuff. I do like stuff. <laughs> yeah, Very that's profound. Another slogan. That's another slogan he's coming up with. Night. <laughs> so we have some other visitors. Yep. My dad's here. Yep. Ivan. So let me ask you, would you ever wear those shorts? No. no. Kern? Yes. Really? Yes. How about the shoes? The shoes? Look like no. an optical illusion. The shoes. And then I have visitors from in town listening. Yeah. Uh-huh. From out of town, not yeah. in town. Um, and probably my most favorite human being on earth. I, my future son's... Future son. My son's future in-laws and family is here uh-huh so his future father-in-law uh-huh the most important person i need to keep him upright and happy and healthy until the wedding yes he's got to pay for it yeah yeah i've been there pal <laughs> been there so as long as he's happy i'm happy and every time i look at a every time i look at a family that has like three daughters he has three daughters oh, they're all here by the like, way Jeez, poor guy you got no idea Wedding, paying for weddings is kind of like paying for college. You think you have everything buttoned up, and you don't even have a clue what the ancillary costs Does are. anybody fit within a budget of a wedding? No. You know what a budget is? No. A budget is a starting point. I've come <laughs> to find that out. It's merely a rumor. Hear that, Mark? Yeah, it's true. So you just uh, just grin and bear it. That's what it is because it's your little baby. Yep. Send yep. her off into the world. By the way, we have some food. Yes, we do. We give these people, um, uh, it's called Harry's. It's, uh, their chef is a guy by the name of Dan Dreyer. Okay. I've heard his name before, so he's kind of famous. Hmm. Uh, it's got a, It's up in McKinney. Hmm. It's got a patio with Lake Views. Uh, their GM, Brian, brought us all these vittles. What was the name of the burger that you're getting? The Morning After Burger. The Morning After Burger. A little bit spicier, and it's monstrous. So we've got, we've got a... It's huge. Uh, I can't even pick this thing up. Great food over here, and there's one morning after burger. And Rick said, "That's mine." I got to take a picture of this because it is, <laughs> it is, it's definitely morning after. I don't know if those things are in the middle. Oh, onion rings. Oh, sweet. <laughs> the Yucatan shrimp is really good. Yucatan shrimp. You're going to eat that at nine ten, and at nine thirty, you're be, taking a nap. I will be. Um, I need a napkin is what I need. So I need thanks to uh, – he left Brian left us everything but napkins, I think. Yeah, come on out. Uh, go over to the Classic BMW side, and we'll there's feed enough you. for everybody. It will feed Trust you, yes. Me, not even Craig could eat all this. So uh, You mean my father. Or your dad. Yeah. Um, but this PGA Championship, getting back to it, um, 
I'm intrigued. I was hoping for a little more mayhem. Uh, I know the wind was a little flaky, and they were, again, there's no bunkers. You can ground your club anywhere there's a sand. There's sand. Let me tell you something. If you were five over in the morning round, mm-hmm. there was mayhem. Yep. And there was intrigue because I think when the when the round started yesterday, the projected cut was one over, mm-hmm. one or two over. Yep. And it kept falling, baby. Yep. And I kept my son was looking because he had a couple of his DraftKings sure. guys that were at four over and five over. You don't have to worry about the four over guys; they're making it. The frustrating week because on our DraftKings you got to pick six guys. I had two teams; five out of six made the cut, except for the guy that had a WD, Sam yep. Burns. Yep. Dang it! You got to turn that down, Dad. You got to turn that down. It's coming <laughs> through the year, you can't. You got to turn that down. <laughs> Yeah, walk away. If you're going to do that, you got to walk away. It's yeah, coming through. Hear it. I can hear it in my microphone. Yeah, we can hear it. Because yeah. you're freaking hard of hearing, and it's loud. <laughs> still looks good at eight. Hey, he's still upright. Just shot his age. He did. I'm impressed. No, he did shoot his age. Shot 83. My, uh, my niece is get graduating, so he's watching it online. But his ears don't work the way they used to, so it was getting a little loud. Yeah. But that's, of course... I would like to play just because it's by the ocean. It's got more oceanfront holes than any uh, course in North America. It includes Pebble, includes Torrey, includes anything. So more Lake Park. Yeah, very picturesque. And if you, it's funny when you wa- when you look at it on the overhead, it's just one long strip. Yep. It just goes up and back. But it, I, I've never seen a course that that's condensed and that narrow. Where is it on your bucket list? Well, Top ten. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you like you It'd like be the after ocean Cyprus. Courses. It'd be after Cyprus. Be after Augusta. You know, I, I don't. It's amazing. I don't have this strong desire to play Pine Valley. See, I do. As a because you're an East Coast guy. No, it's not that. It's I did a I, I, real quick. I did a little um, maybe 15 years ago. I was looking at designs and what that guy Crump did to design that golf course, and mm-hmm. he had no motorized equipment at the time, so he took out. 36,000 trees with ox. Nice. And um, and so I one day I went out and I said, okay, how many trees is 36,000 trees? 36,000? Well, oh. I went and I went to the TPC Las Colinas and I counted all the trees on the golf course. You need a how, better life. How many, how many trees do you think are on the golf course at TPC Las Colinas? 800. There are 3,600 trees in Las Colinas. Still? On the course? On TBC Las Colinas, yes. There are 3,600 trees, and this guy took out 36,000 with oxes. Ox? Ox? Oxen. Oxen. With oxen, yes. That's just remarkable to me, and I, I just the historic part of that just... Well, that doesn't make me want to play a course anymore. Yeah, it still does me. <laughs> but it might be the most exclusive course in the country. I like that. Seminole, that's always been highly rated, and everybody makes a big never, deal about yeah, it. Yeah, never. It's like, whatever. Yeah. I'm I'm the anti-golf media guy. There's guys that we know that have to play every course they can. They'll yeah. get on any way they can so they can make this list, and it's their bucket list. And, you know, if more power to them if that's what floats their boat. It's not mine. I don't even know if Cypress is on a must-play for me. If oh, I, I mean, yeah, me. I, want to, I want to play if somebody invited me, but I'm like, no. I'd rather go see Whispering Pines because it's in Texas. I haven't played out there. I've been to Riviera, but I haven't played it. We got we broadcast the 95 PGA out there, and uh, I would like to play that. That looks like a fun course. But 
I don't know. I'm just one of those weird guys. I'd rather play courses that I either know or um, i I, I got to get out to Tempest. It's on Ideal Golfer. I've heard nothing but extraordinary things about it. Uh, Travis Meese runs our Tex Junior Golf Tour. He's been out there. He says it's it's awesome. Really? Just awesome. So, uh, yeah. So And I want I need to get down to Whispering Pines. I want to, I want to do Whispering Pines. Uh, you've played Blue Jack. I've mm-hmm. not played Blue, Blue Jack Jack's yet. Blue Jack's awesome, too. And uh, so there, there are some that I... I want to play Austin Country Club. You know... That's, we have a guy we could get on there. We do? Yeah, we do. Really? Because here's the thing. Before they even had the match play, yeah. there's a bridge that you go over whenever you're in Austin. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah. And you can see Austin Country Club down yeah. on the river. Yeah. And I always used to, before I even knew what it was, I was like, man, that looks cool. Mm-hmm. So there's still several I, on my list. But like I said, I don't pine for every exclusive golf course in the world. Just the ones I kind of know. I've never even seen Pine Valley except with overheads. I mean, do I even want to see? Do I want to play Pinehurst? Eh. It's not. It's not in my DNA to have to go play. Right. There's about three or four of them. Augusta, I would kill for. Yep. Cypress, I'd kill for. Um, other than that, it's golf. Yep. Play anywhere. Yep. I'm an equal opportunity golfer. Okay, so we're going to go through the leaderboard uh-huh. in about a minute or two, or five minutes after the break. But my stone cold lock right now. Phil Mickelson will not finish in the top 20 in this tournament. Hmm. Easy call. So over under 20, huh? Boy, that's a good one. I'm going to optimistically say he'll he'll make it higher than 20. All right. But, but my, my brain tells me no. My heart tells me yes. There's a dollar. Yeah. Uh, here, here's another one. You give me odds on this right now. Hideki Matsuyama's two under, right? Mm-hmm. What are the odds that you would give me right now that he wins a Grand Slam this year? He's the only guy who can do it. What odds would you give me? Two to one. <laughs> a million? Could I don't know. You not, a million on a penny? Could I don't you know. not give any level odds and you know that's it? Like if I told you right now, whatever it is, I'm gonna give, I'll put $100 on it. Mm-hmm. Is that not just a gift of $100 to you? Yeah. I mean, it's worse you, than the lottery. If you said you used to have a chance with the lottery. If you said it was a, a thousand to one, right? And you, you'd have to find a hundred grand to pay me. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the safest bet in the world? Yeah, I remember though when Tiger was he his odds when he was in his prime was fifty to one to win the Grand Slam, a, a calendar Grand Slam, not a Tiger Slam, right? And so since it's never been done, um, that's a pretty good call. But I would say anybody within, gosh. Anybody that's even even par right now is a chance. Somebody can find me the what the odds are for Matsuyama to win a Grand Slam right now. I bet you should Google it during the break. Somebody has it posted. I promise you. You think? Yeah. Would I mean if I was a if I was a bookie, which I'm not, by the way, not officially. I would put the odds that anything it could possibly be to entice you to put a dollar on it, or a minimum bet ten bucks, right? Because not it can't happen. No. I just I I can't see you being the hottest golfer that week on the four most important dates of the year on four different courses. Especially, let's give the hypothetical: he wins this one, uh-huh. and then he wins the next one, and he goes to the final. What the would nerves the would be? The British Open. Then the nerves and the stress and the hype. There's no chance. You know, Jordan came kind of close. He won the first two. Yep. And then he finished second. 
at the British and he finished second or third at the PGA. Yeah, but so it's not winning. I get it. Yep. But you have to be the hottest golfer of 156 that week, and that's that's some for tall four cotton. of the most important weeks. Yeah, that's tall cotton. And the only guy who can do it this year is Hideki. You know, they say his his winning Augusta first Japanese player to win a right. major. Uh, Male Japanese yeah, player. He'll be, they said it's worth anywhere from $600 million to a $1 billion in twenty over 20 years based right. upon the craziness of the Japanese. Yep. Yeah, I can kind of see that. Yeah. I'm surprised he's not worn out. I know he took some what weeks off. What do you think it was worth to Srixon? That's interesting. Because there's a lot of players playing Srixon. It's the official he, club of the uh, T-Box, by yep. the way. Yep. So, but he's the guy for them, right? Because in Japan, it's Rickson's Japanese company. Yeah, for there, yeah. So, I, I, what did it mean to them in Japan? Hmm. That's a good question. Not to ask. Whatever it was, they got their money's. Whatever they pay him, they got their their money's worth, didn't they? I think so. Yep. All right. That was brought to you by the Four Seasons and Las Colinas. They have great stay and plays going right now. You can stay in utter luxury and then play the TPC. Uh, course, which used to be the home of the Nelson. That has 3,600 trees on it. It's, it sure seems like Because <laughs> I counted them once. All right, up next, let's get to them <laughs> leaderboards because there's some surprises all over the map, and I found some good notes to give you the P1 next on the Little Ticket. On the Hard Line, on Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, the Ticket. Caught Craig in mid-slurp. Sorry about that. This is the T-Box. This PGA Championship edition of the T-Box. Craig, Rick, Kern, Jay, Jacob. With the greatness of Mini of Plano today. And if you have not driven a Mini, you need to uh, partake. Because it is hellacious fun. It's the most fun you'll have, and it's it's not even a crime. You know, we should talk also just about the overall service of it, classic BMW and classic Mini. Mm-hmm. You will enjoy... Luxury service. Yeah, we know personal experience. Yep, and we are hard people to please. So come out of here, Classic BMW, also Mini of Plano, and Spring Creek Parkway and the Tollway. It's also brought to you by Cornerstone. It is cornerstoneclub.com, and it's over in Colorado. And it's easily the best high-altitude course in the nation, quite possibly the world. That's by several golf publications. And they maybe by ours because we're going out there in a couple weeks. Yeah, you need to set that up. Yep. Keep reminding you. Uh, only 45 minutes from Telluride, only 30 minutes from Montrose Airport. Regional and national memberships available, and the, re- the national ones are cheaper than the local ones. Yeah. So give it a look. Cornerstoneclub.com. All right. So the PGA. PGA historically has been, if you talk to all the, the pros, which – major would you like to win the most the pga is by far the least important okay so that you know, now that they've the best moved, field now that they've moved it up time wise it's now it's gonna in take May. a while it's gonna take a while but i think it'll move itself up a little bit don't still you be fourth i still think it'll be fourth it, it always has the highest strength of field of any major by far it's 916 this week huge in fact the last seven highest strength of field majors have all been PGA championships. That's with 20 club pros, and I don't think they count. I'm not sure if they count or not. Yeah, I don't know. They're not going to have any yeah. world rankings. But um, but it's been fun, and I can't wait for the next two rounds. You have a, a most enticing leaderboard because you have a 50-year-old 
Phil Mickelson. He would be the oldest to ever win a major at 50. And I, it's, I think that's so bad because I still re- – I just – it's flawed, even though it's not, because – Huh? I know, right. Did you hear I that, Kern? Just listen, just listen, just listen. I still remember Tom Watson at, what, 61? 59. 59. Didn't win it. Winning the British – should have won the British Open. There's no way he shouldn't have won that tournament. Yeah. And he loses it in that playoff. He and lost I it on the thinking, last well, hole. Mickelson's only 50. That right. guy should have won a British Open at 59. I get it. But, yes. It was the least popular win by a by a golfer. Poor Stuart Sink. <laughs> yes. Nobody was rooting for him. Yes. Guys, I have, a, I, might, I have a quick yeah. question for you about your little guarantee that you made about Phil not, finish, not finishing in the top 20. Yes, My only question him. is, yeah, the, right, that's correct. I'm sorry. Do you think that Phil will still at least be in contention heading into tomorrow? Because if he is, all the eyeballs are going to be on this thing. I'm going to say no. So you I'm think he falls is, out today? He is outside of the top ten. That's a second stone cold lock after today. You know, it's hard to it's hard to. Why are you such a that? hater? No, he's not oh, a I'm hater. Not, oh no, 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 no! It's I'm the not way a hater. he is. I'm because I took him two weeks ago in my DraftKings pick, and Rick looked at me like I was out of my mind. And I, I to me, he's good for one really solid round, and he got two in here. By remarkably, got two in here. But he's a he's a seventy eight waiting to happen right now. He's he is, and I, there's nothing against him. I'm just saying he's just. I don't know. He's being more mindful. He's concentrating. You know what he has to do now. So he's me. So I'm one of the greatest nine hole players that I know. I might be scratch by nine holes, but put me on eighteen holes. About the fourteenth hole, my mind starts wandering a little bit. And Phil was talking about that yesterday. He goes, I'm starting to play 36, 45 holes a day and training my mind to stay in the moment and not let my mind wander because he goes, I just get this, I just get bored. I get disinterested. And so that'll be interesting to see how he does uh, moving forward. I mean, there's a lot on the line. You're taking, a, you're taking that dollar bet on me on that one too, that he's not in the top 10 after today? Yeah, I'll do that too. Can, can you imagine the scene tomorrow if he's in the top five? Heading into tomorrow morning, tomorrow with, afternoon, with Kepka and Deshambo, yeah, yeah, it's going to be, be nuts, unbelievable. Yeah, I so, think he will be. So here's some interesting chance. So you guys Lou, are out of your mind. So Lou, I love him to death, but he's not going to be there. So Louis Tyson is tied for the lead. Interesting career he's had. He's got one tour win, none in the states. He won the British Open. Yep. Okay, and he's got one double eagle. He uh, on, Masters. On top of that. He's one of only eight golfers to finish second in all four majors. I did not know that. And he has the least amount of wins with one. Wow. So the others, Jack, Arnie, Tom Watson, Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, Greg Norman, and Craig Wood are the only other guys to finish second in all four majors. And in the British, he'd finish first and second, so that's the only one. So... The other ones that are kind of interesting is um, he was 200 to 1 start start the tournament. Mickelson? Mm-hmm. 200 to 1. DJ. DJ's been, you know, three of the top four world-ranked players missed the cut this week. DJ? Justin. Justin Thomas and Xander Shoffley, which, which was a major surprise because he always does really well in majors. Yep. Doesn't win them. But um, 
Yeah, I I just think that is uh, if he okay. So Phil led or tied for the lead mm-hmm. after yesterday's round. He's the first player to hold any portion of the lead after a major championship round in the '90s, the 2000s, the 2010s, and now the 2020s. Wow. About that. Sam Snead was the only other one to do it, and that was between uh, the 30s and the 60s. So, man, there's something about him. He's just he's ageless, and he looks great. He I does mean, look good. He really looks good. He's got those new shades. He's, I don't know, he just he's getting to the point now where you can't be too surprised. Just don't know if he has it for four rounds. Nope. No. Uh, and it, look, it's fun that he's up there. and I, It was fun. Uh, two weeks ago, I took him, and he was either leaving, leading or, or in second after the first round and fired a 78 on the second day. Barely made the cut, but he was leading that first round. It's fun to watch him. He's engaging, right? He he mm-hmm. he just is that – he's like, you know, Seve, you know. It's just thing – he does things that nobody else does, but it just doesn't – it doesn't last right now. It can't last for him right now, so. Well, we'll see. We, yep. got, we got a buck on it. Two bucks. Well, that's right. That's right. So – other surprises that you saw, guys that did make it, guys that did. I was really surpri- surprised about Xander. Yeah, really, really surprised. And, and the other guy, I was JT. really. I but was, he can't putt. Man, that I, guy's putter has gone cold. You know, when I, when you and I were looking at, it and we did our podcast doing our picks for the for this uh, DraftKings, mm-hmm. we all we said it was wide open, and we said it was wide open because when you look at the top, the world top rankings. John Romit just had a baby. Didn't think he was a world beater right th- right now, right? Mm-hmm. Justin Thomas, you know, he played well at the players. He won the players, but he hasn't been that great before. And Dustin Johnson's not been playing great. Brooks Kepka was hurt. Yep. And he looked he looked lost on the greens last week. I, I, I thought it was wide open. And then you look at it, the biggest surprise, and I even said it to you right after we did our podcast. I said, I'm just scared of... Brooks Kepka screwing us. I just am. I'm scared. I don't know why I'm scared of that guy. I watched him last week, and he was not good, but he scares me. And, boy, did he not prove me wrong. I, and, again, I don't know how he – if he can hand uh, – because you even said to me – right when I said that to you, he goes, I don't know if he can walk right. 72 holes. Yeah. And so he's got 36 more to walk it's with that bad knee. Adrenaline, whatever. Whatever he's got going on. So here's the thing that I – you know, they – I asked a PGA Tour pro this month or so ago, are they drug testing you right now through all the COVID and everything else? He goes, nope, they're swabbing us and that's it. So could he, A, could he be Woody, take something to make sure that that knee didn't happen, that knee didn't bother him? Like the combo Advil we take? That's legal. (laughs) It works for me. I don't know. I think you didn't it, just have knee surgery. I think it's. I think it's a major, and I think he just gets ramped up, and he has that kind of that football mentality. Oh my God! Yes, I, 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 and I knew it right when we did our podcast. Neither of us took him. Mm-hmm. It's like that guy's gonna screw us. Just, I just feel it. So that was, it was that was one of my biggest surprises, and not one of my biggest surprises, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh uh, yeah. So let's get to Jordan. Jordan's plus four. Made the cut by one. Interesting stats on him. So, off the tee, he's 34th ranked this week. It's pretty good. Just strokes gained off tee? Yep. Okay. A strokes gained approach to the green, 14th. Strokes gained around the green, 27th. Strokes gained putting, 80th. Wow. His putting, I saw him miss so many short bunnies. 
It was ridiculous. You I know, it's, into him. it's a different world when you're putting in the wind. And that, that wind was blowing. He had an afternoon tea time yesterday. The blowing, what, didn't he? Uh, yes. And that, that no. I remember watching him putt and the wind was blowing and he missed a couple of them. That can derail you, man. It, and your balance gets a little bit off. Your equilibrium gets a little bit off. So he's got to fix it before today for sure. But I'll give you another question that I'll ask you on the other side. So you got Mickelson and Ustizen at five under. Uh-huh. How far down can you can you be where you're still in contention? 36 holes left. Uh, even or one over. It's only six shots. And there's a lot of doubles out there. So is there a chance Jordan comes in, can back to our top ten? <sighs> yeah, but who cares? If he fixes his putting. Who cares? He didn't care. I mean, this is his sixth attempt at winning a Grand yep. Slam. Six times he's been in the PGA when he's had the other three already in the bag. Yep. And I, I, he was my pick this week. Played well last week. Won Valero. I thought he was just going to be money. And for some, his drives have been fine. It's just he just can't make a putt. And it's really crazy. So here's one that's, that this shows you where the distance is really getting crazy, right? His longest drive this week has been 340 yards. Is this Jordan? Uh-huh. Not bad, right? Mm-hmm. That's ranked tied for 126th in the field. All right. You want to hear one from me? Yeah, here's a stat that you're going to go, wow. Okay. I got to go. I, I saved it today. Mm-hmm. So give me a minute to find it. Oh, you should be ready. I didn't know we would go do this. Here we go. All right. Collective scoring for the entire field. Holes into the wind. Mm-hmm. Plus... 992. Yep. Holes with the wind, minus 19. Yep. Oh, yeah. No, that goes. So that, you're that, talking. That's a really crazy disparity. Though. It's I would, unbelievable I would think it would for be these that level much. guys. Yeah. yeah. Right? Did you see that? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's just wow. Those greens are really cool looking. They're they're called pass pollen. You probably. You're probably familiar with those more being from the East Coast. It's kind of a Florida bit sometimes. They're, they're, they're usually by the coast. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised uh, California doesn't have that. They I have think Poana. that's what we played in Mexico too, right? Probably, yeah, because yeah. it, it handles seawater really well, yeah. you know, salt and all that kind of stuff. Let's get to Rory real quick because I thought that was another guy that was going to do something. He has history. He won the 2012 PGA by eight shots, but it was softer conditions. It had rained. And you always have said to me that he plays really well, really well when it's soft. Mm-hmm. It's just – he can fire at things. When the he is open a, by eight. The putting's a little bit slower, so his putting doesn't mm-hmm. – they're a little bit – everybody's a little closer together when it comes to putting. There's something going on with him that he's plus three. Um, he's not going to win. He'll, he might backdoor a top ten. Mm-hmm. He's, he's the king of that. But that's another guy that, you know, now it's going to be like six years without winning a major. It's a long time. Long time. Yeah. For a guy of his talent. I mean, he's got a lot of – room. I mean, he's only in his early 30s. But... Uh, is he in his 30s already? Might be. He might be just turned 30. Yeah. So, I don't know what's going on. But the last thing, I don't know if anybody saw this. I tweeted it. Go to Add Our Net, Rick. You'll, you'll see the replay of it. Eric Von Royen. So, here's a guy who was comfortably making the cut at two under through 13 holes. He wound up plus nine. So he gave up 11 strokes in four holes. 
And if you watched the video, yes, he's on a he was two under at the time, right? No, no, no. This is when he put in the drink on the seventeenth. His wheels are already flying. Okay, so, okay, so he's so already he put it in the water on seventeen, and he absolutely mashed a T marker. Yeah, he did. Not only, not only mashed it, he broke his club head on it, snapped it in half, and the second time he hit it, well, the second time he broke his club head, and that. It was like a it was like a whirling machete when he hit it, and it missed uh, uh, Matt Wallace's caddy by like a foot. Really? Yeah. I wonder what that. Well, I wonder what that fine's going to be. A lot. Yeah, he completely. So who lost finds it. him? It's a PGA Championship. I don't know. Not and he's sure. not on the PGA Tour, is he? I'm not. I think he is, but I'm not sure. All I know about him is he's tall and he wears the joggers. Yeah. Yeah. But that was. I don't know what the fine would be on that if you maim somebody and they. What if you don't ma- even if you don't maim him, just the fact that you did that. He's getting fined. I don't know who's fining him. He's getting fined. So get this. So <clears throat> our good buddy David Price used to be the be the big guy over at Bentry before he retired. Right. He's uh, he had to replace the T marker. Mm. They showed him putting That's it in the funny. ground afterwards. That's so. funny. That's a good part time job. By the way, it's a good. Um, transition to the next uh segment because we're i'm we're going to talk about our round of golf last week and we had a rules issue yeah we did yeah we did uh and more mayhem so let's talk about that after we talk about the greatness of advancedplaster.com uh james pierce jt big p1 renovated my pool and i go out there every night i mean it just looks exquisite i just it's my happy spot it's where i just chill and and it didn't take long. It took about a week. So we went to a friend's house last week, and they have not updated their pool. It shows. And it showed. And all of a sudden, I'm looking around, and I now I know about JT, and I know about people doing their redoing their pools, and your pool looks great. It's like, man, how do I how do I say this to them? You know, it's time. And, and it, I got a guy. And here's what I recommend: get the pebble plaster. That's the one I have, the pebbly, and it has little Say that three times. little pieces of, well, not you, me, I can do that. <laughs> they have little little tiny pieces of quartz in there, and so it shimmers. Ooh, oh, it's really good. The and they have the LED lights, and it's all hooked up to my app on my phone. I can turn on or turn off anything on my pool. I'm the master of my own universe. How about that? And by the way, you should go to JT, because JT has been in the business for 25 years. He's no fly-by-night guy coming in nope. after the freeze. Saying, hey, I can make money on pools. He rocks. He knows what he's doing. He's reputable. His Yelp is off the charts. He's doing the pool at uh, Las Colinas Country Club. Yeah, and I bet you Club Corp. Club Corp knows how to do things right. They vetted him pretty solidly. Yes, they did. So, check it all out. It's advancedplaster.com. It's pool season. It's coming up, folks. So, uh, get your name on the list if you need some stuff renovated. And JT will take excellent, excellent care of you. Advancedplaster.com. Hey, 921 on the ticket. Big PGA Championship tee box. We're at the greatness of many of Plano today. Uh, Spring Creek Parkway and the Tollway. Check out the luscious rides, all the Coopers, Cooper S's. You can check out the Electric Mini, which is a, I'm going to call it a street legal go-kart. It is awesome. So check it out, and you'll also get money off, like a 1000 bucks off, just mentioning the tee box. Wow. 
thousand bucks up right off the top. That's better than the PGA Superstore deal. You only get fifty bucks off at PGA Superstores. Easy for you to say. Yeah, I know. Okay, nine thirty. Wrong with me. Nine thirty. We'll get into uh, the upcoming Colonial because they finally have their field set. And I, I, we're gonna we're gonna rag a little bit on Britt Todd, who's a good friend. Yeah, PR um, guy. But uh, the press release announcing the field was a little off, I thought. Yeah, I didn't quite understand it, so we'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, the weather today, it's going to be 76 and raining today, 76 raining tomorrow. It's supposed to rain. Uh, it's supposed to be in the 80s beginning on Tuesday, intermittent rain. So check your forecast. You know what? Here's the deal. If you want to play an easy round of golf with not too many people on the course, go when there's just a thread of rain. It's the best yes. way to go play. Nobody shows up. Yep. So that's my little uh, secret to you guys. All right. So um, last week, Craig invited me to go play golf with some of his cronies. It's a nice little group. It's fun. I it's, would say it is. It's uh, there's one one guy who uh, who is even though we play for a very very small amount of money, he's a gambler, and he has to he has to have the action, even though we play a buck a hole. And then you have one guy who. Um, Ex Dallas Cowboys player, yep. who great swings looks like, he swings like Ernie Els. Yeah, right. And but he effortless power doesn't ever want to lose money. Well, who does? I don't care. He still drives a 2004 Ford truck. Good for him. And Good he, for like, him. And he and as I'm leaving yesterday, he looks at me, or last week he looks at me and he's like. On the only, I, he was in the special Cowboys only parking. We played at Cowboys, uh-huh. and so there's four parking spaces for Cowboys players. Yeah. How many people you think have a 2004 of the park right here? I say just you, buddy, just you. He'll be fine. So um, we go and play, and it was wheels off at the beginning, right? I mean, right away it was kind of we're giving each other crap, and we're, it was I almost eagled the first hole. You almost eagled the first hole, and. So all of a sudden, you know, somebody's already down four dollars. Yeah, and uh, big money, and big money. But it, you know, it's my there... kind of play. I I don't like taking a lot of money from friends, and I certainly don't like paying them. I just want something to just keep it interesting and start the smack talk. So there's one guy, the, the lead the lead guy in the group's name's Monty, big guy, ex ex uh, college basketball player, mm-hmm. and um, and enjoys his food mm-hmm. and, um, and, and his beer. Else. And uh, so we were talking about the last time we played with them. He is petrified of snakes. Yeah. So one of my buddies had a pet, had a fake snake, mm-hmm. and was and got him really good a couple times. And it was like how much we really got him when he got him. So then we go play the eighth hole, and you hit a ball pretty far right, and he hit a ball by a tree. Mm-hmm. So you had to hit a. You were going to try to just lay up over a mound, and just lay up into the fairway. And you hit it and didn't hit it full. No. And but you hit it over to where these guys were, and and we figured it was it was fine, just a little bit further back than you thought. And we drive up over the mound, and there is Monty laying on the ground with blood on his face. Well, not yet. I, we no. didn't see that part yet. And I thought for sure he was just faking and giving us a hard time that's that what i thought kind of pretended that it's kind of like him. your empty water bottle trick right mm-hmm. I, like, I thought for sure all right he's trying to get us and so i'm about to just tell him to get the hell up yeah you said he's faking it and then the two guys are standing over him with very solemn faces i was like man they're playing this really really well and one's a dentist 
And or he plays one on TV. He's actually an oral surgeon. I bet an oral surgeon's not happy when you call them a dentist. Really? Is that, Is that true, degrading? Dad? My dad's not even paying attention. He's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but then we drive up a little closer, and there's blood coming out of his nose. Yeah, he didn't look good. He didn't look good. And apparently, we didn't get to see this, or we'd be cracking up, right? He apparently tried to hit a ball that was right next to the tree. Mm-hmm. And as he hit it, it ricocheted off the tree. It hit him right in the face. Ricocheted off a root. Off a root. So Because I asked him, I said, how, could you, how do you get hit with your own ball? And he goes, well, because it, it was right there next to the root. It came straight up into my face. I said, okay, I, I get that. But bleeding, I swear he was concussed. He started to he walk. He was staggering. Staggering. Got into a fight with... Uh, the group in front of us uh-huh. that had to be concussed, right? Or maybe not. It's Monty. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good question. He likes playing his music loud. Yeah. Yeah. He's. I've never seen that. I've never seen a guy get knocked out with his own shot. He was out. He's trying to stand up. And, I mean, he's a big guy. He's, and stag- he's staggering. And he's, but dr- he's driving by himself, too. Ever since that point, he never hit the ball better. Right. All of his drives were awesome. So you just need to punch yourself in the face before every shot, and you'll be be all there. Yep. By the way, I'm going to out the, the cowboy player that we play. His name's Brett Pierce. Because uh-huh. normally he might say that, hey, don't mention that my my I have a 2004 Ford. But he says, I still drive it. It's widely known that 2004 was Ford's best year. There you go. Seriously. I'm sure he spends his money on other things. People have people pick what their obsessions are. I, yep. I applaud him. Yep. If it runs, what the hell? Yep. So, uh, so anyway, let's get to the 18th hole. Yeah. So it's a big day for us because we're playing the last hole for ten bucks. Yep. And it's a big one. And you sprayed your your shot to the snap hooked it. Snap hooked it, but it went over the bunkers. If you, nobody somebody knows the 18th hole, Cowboys. But it's in the tall rough. Mm-hmm. Bad stance. So we get to it, and there is a permanent sign. Is that permanent? It was. It was a permanent sign that said oil underneath or cable lines underneath. No, or, it was. No, it had to do, do with. Uh, what did it have to do with? It was something about what that area was about. Native area, yeah, or something, something like that. It was a, but it was facing the other way, which yeah. was weird. Yeah. So it was. Um, and I and you looked at me and said, I get a drop. I said, I don't think you do. And you go, yeah, I do. I'm going to take it. So you take a drop. So we, I agreed. All right, take a drop. And you dropped. And I said, well, if you're going to give yourself a drop, give yourself a drop. Right, right, right. So you redropped it. Uh-huh. And you said, okay, I have a swing now. Crazy stance. Which I I think that if a PGA Left leg is about waist high. Would have dropped a little bit better. Would have taken their their. Yeah. But you didn't. You no. just gave a drop and you hit. Kind of. And as you you had a really awkward stance, you swung and went right underneath the ball. Yeah. And I didn't totally hit it. missed it. But you swung so hard, yep. you jumped up on the air, and, and it looked like you impaled yourself on the sign. I thought I impaled myself. And I'm about to crack up. At a, a rusty first, sign. Metal sign. Yes. And I'm about to crack up, and I... I'm a little bit first, thinking about ten holes prior that mm-hmm. Monty's laying on. Well, you the forgot about Monty. You forgot about Monty when he sprained his ankle on number two, 
three? Number two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he was a mess. He was, <clears throat> yeah. You know what I've learned is if you drink enough beer, you can get rid of any pain. Yeah, his. I saw that with Marty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his agony dissipated very quickly. <laughs> anyway, so I missed the shot, but we, but our argument was: Do you get it on a permanent sign, or think about like a permanent transformer, like the big green boxes that are sometimes on a golf course? Okay, but you can't move that. You can move a sign. But my well, this was a permanent sign. Here is my was... theory. So at the at the PGA, um, everything is sand. I mean, everything is is a is a hazard, mm-hmm. sandy area. But you it's you can ground your club. So Shane Lowry is way off to the right. He's on the beach, right. literally on the beach. But they're you know, back east. They have those like picket fence, is they put on that right. like in the Hamptons. You'll see and all that. And he got relief because it was a temporary immovable object, TIO. Right. And I'm thinking, well, yeah, of course it is. No, I wouldn't think it would. But the thing that cracked me up was they said it was on the golf course. So if that's, that was bold. if that fence is defining the golf course in no, the Seattle it, it wasn't even on the golf course. But if it was, yeah. then you wouldn't be able to get relief off of it at all. That's part of a permanent outline of the golf well, how course. Well, like, like, how could Tiger move that boulder? At, that's at a boulder because it's an immovable, temporary, it's an immovable object. Is it immovable or movable? <laughs> what is it, Craig? Come on. <laughs> Why would you do that to me anyway? You did it. <sighs> Take your time. We're not in a rush here. So it's a freaking boulder. Yes. So what if it's not permanent? The, if it's not permanent, of course the, it's permanent. No, it's a it could and, you know define boulder versus rock, right? I mean, it's a rock. If it's a rock, you could move it, right? Yeah, boulder. You boulder. You get, it's the same thing. If you get thirty people, well, I could have pulled that. I could have pulled that sign out. No, having a sign in there. It okay, had, so what's the ruling? You said you looked it up. So, and I always wondered, like, if there's a transformer somewhere on the golf course, right? Yeah. Um, I, you can't get relief on that. It's a permanent. It's like a tree. It's a permanent object. So why do you get per, why do you get relief from a sprinkler head? That's permanent because it impedes your swing on something like that. Whatever. So anyway, you could be in the fairway with a what sprinkler head. Whatever. So, rub of the green. I call John Drago, mm-hmm. who is our ombudsman. I'm just gonna call our pal. He's and our rules guy. He keeps us honest. He keeps us honest. Look it up. Look up ombudsman, and you'll and I'll, know and, what I'm and the about. thing about the thing about I love about Drago is. He, he'll tell me the rule right away, mm. and then just to make sure he's right, about an hour later I'll get a text or an email from him with the exact spot in the rule book where it is. That's the way they're supposed to be. It's supposed to be by the letter. So I said, okay. I told him the story, and after he stopped laughing, mm. he said, uh, is Rick okay? And I said, he's fine. And he says, well, it's a temporary rem- it's a TIO. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, TIO. Keep going. And you get relief. Mm-hmm. You don't get relief from line of sight. So if it was in, so you get it if if it's um, impeding your swing. Mm-hmm. But like those green transformers, mm-hmm. if you can swing full and fine, but the thing's in front of you and you think you're going to hit it with the golf ball, you don't get relief off of that. Have I was to. right. Yes, you are. You know, all, and the only reason I say that it made sense. It was common sense. It was a. It's a t- it's a sign. It's not like a permanent structure or anything. I should have just yanked it out. Not that I would have hit it any better. It was, it was you'd crappy, hurt yourself worse than how you crappy lie did. But 
But yeah, it was fun, though. It was uh, Playing for stuff like that was a giggle. Uh, everybody was great. And uh, I'm not a big rules wonk. I don't care that much. I look at everything as common sense. I know you're not supposed to, you know, foot wedge it. And you're not supposed to roll it and all that kind of stuff. But when you're playing grab-ass golf like we are, I'm looking at it from a common sensibility. Right. And, and Playing for 10 bucks, pal. 10 bucks is 10 bucks. Yeah, I know. You try to take 10 bucks away from Brett Pierce, good luck. Yeah, that's a good I mean, point. <laughs> that's By a good the way, and I and it's tough for me to say this because uh, we, we're promoting Harry's on the... Harry, Harry's at the Harbor. Correct? Harry's at the Harbor. Yeah. But uh, Cowboys had a little pulled pork sandwich at the turn. Mm-hmm. That was damn good. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Damn good. May not be as good as your uh, morning after burger. Morning after burger, which you. Uh, it's awesome. I'm still working on it. It's huge. But anyway, if you want to buy classic BMW today, which is also mini Plano, we have a full array of food here that we're not eating. We're, well, we we're, ate, we ate some. No, I mean, we're going to we be can't full. Eat, we can't eat any more. Yeah, so anybody wants to come by, get a little breakfast on the house on for because of the tea box and yep. Harry's at the Harbor, check it out. Pick out the color of your next BMW or your next mini. Yeah. Right there. There you go. That was brought to you by the Texas Junior Golf Tour. We are full up, I believe, on tournaments. Is that true? I think you got about three or four spots left in about two events. All right. But you should probably sign up now so you can get into the fall. Age groups? 12 to 18. 12 to 18. So if you've got any hankering about maybe getting some scholarship money for college, there's college coaches that scout those tournaments. Yes, so they check do. it out. TJGT.com. Up next. PGA comes back to uh, the Metroplex next week, the PGA Tour. And an interesting way they promoted on their PR piece this week. All right. Next on The Ticket. And Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. 940 on The Ticket. T-Box out at Mini of Plano. Gentleman right there is looking at an M8 competition. It's gorgeous. If you're hungry, there's food over here. Trust me. That car is flat out sex on wheels. And we also got the Mini because you have the Mini Cooper. Might be the most unique, cutest car in the market. I bet you that if you buy that I8, that M8, R8. M8. You just just mentioned like three other manufacturers, but that's okay. Um, It is an M8 competition, Craig, but thanks for playing. He was BMW at first with the i8. Yeah, that's true. Discontinued, but uh-huh. the i8 discontinued. Yeah. And that R- Rory wrote, drove that for a while, didn't he? I remember he did. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Keep trying. Move on. Keep trying. Good job. Craig. So we have the Charles Schwab Challenge. <laughs> that's coming up next week. All right. So who, if anybody could play in the at Colonial? Uh-huh. Who would be the top draw? Dan Marino. No. Probably not. Uh, Tiger. Okay, after Tiger. Jordan. By the way, it's been three months. I really wanted to mix with the doctor today, even though he didn't have a show, because it's been 13 weeks. He's been off the radar. He's been on one thing. He posted an Instagram photo of him on crutches. But at 13 weeks after surgery like that, you should be walking fine. How do you know? I researched it online. Yeah, whatever. You don't know what he went through. No, but I looked at, like, if you have surgery on your leg and stuff like that, you should be after 13 weeks. 
Okay, Doc. The healing process should have started uh-huh. or been close Okay, so to... back to your question as you're rambling. Uh, Jordan Spieth. I'm not rambling. <laughs> Jordan Spieth. Yes. So Jordan Spieth should be the top draw in Dallas, in, in the Metroplex. So it starts with, which I get, defending champion Daniel Berger will defend his title against a strong field that includes 10 of the top 25 players of the world. Okay. Good first opening paragraph, right? Then what should be next? Uh, I would say past champion Jordan Spieth. Then it goes top-ranked players are Justin Thomas, Colin Morkawa, Patrick Reed, Tony Finau, Daniel Berger, Billy Horschel, Abe Anser, Sung J. M., Scotty Scheffler, and Lee Westwood. And then it goes on to talk about Berger, Reed, and Morcal have won this year. Thomas is reigning players champion. And then Lee Westwood's going to make his colonial debut. Okay, and go to the third paragraph. So that's two paragraphs, right? Mm-hmm. Then we go to the third paragraph. Local favorite and colonial member, Ryan Palmer. Mm-hmm. Okay, love Ryan. There hasn't won colonial. We'll be on hand along with Joaquin Neiman, K.H. Lee. Who won the Nelson. And Siwoo Kim. Okay. So... How many players were mentioned so far before we mentioned Jordan Spieth? A lot. You even said to me this morning, because you probably stopped at that point and said, did. they never even mentioned Jordan. Yeah, they kind of buried the lead. Other Charles Schwab champions scheduled for the stellar field include Sergio Garcia, 2016 champion Jordan Spieth, Justin Rhodes, Kevin Nye, Kevin Kisner. Mm-hmm. In that burying the, the, the top attraction... That's like what I was four thinking. paragraphs? That's what I was thinking. I was surprised by that. Especially, not only is Jordan arguably, okay, so I, I posted this on Twitter as a poll. If Jordan and Phil, Phil Mickelson, were in the final group tomorrow, who are you rooting for? rooting for a career slam or you rooting for the oldest guy ever to win a major? Probably Jordan. It was close. Yeah. It was like 51-49. Oh, really? Yeah. So um, I'm saying he's... I'm going to say Jordan is probably the second most popular player in America. Behind Tiger. Yeah. 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 Not even close. Mm-hmm. And then you have, I mean, you have the other guys, but maybe DeChambeau because of an interest because he's kind of quirky. Well, he's a lot quirky. But Jordan, for some reason, when he's contending, the TV commentators are gushing. They want him more than anybody, I think. He's, he's engaging. He's dynamic. He's got that. His wheels off. Yeah. And he's a roller coaster. Yep. Um, Nonstop talking to his caddy. He's kind of like, you know, he's kind of like a younger version of Phil. Because more, he, he can get out of jail like Phil used The only to. difference is he's more likable to the other players. Agreed. Uh, you know, agreed. Phil wasn't really well liked by the other players. When kind he, of a know-it-all. And, yeah. But, but Jordan is. You know, when, when you know, even when Colt says, hey, I'm friends with Jordan. And, and everybody's friends with Jordan. Mm-hmm. It's like that's what's so cool about him and that's why every both sides like him uh-huh. he's good with the media yep even though he doesn't come on the ticket but yeah um it, it, still surprising it's just everything about him is engaging and he's got you know he's got it yeah he's got it and so yeah to have that okay two paragraphs and halfway through the third is before he's mentioned surprising right very yeah. surprising yeah. anyway it's going to be a hell of a field and it should be a lot of fun i was worried <clears throat> It's a good thing it wasn't back-to-back this week from the Nelson because it probably would have been rained out half the time. Right. So I think we're we're looking good, and it's it's strong. There's some good guys out yeah, there. Yeah, Keith, Lu- Keith Clearwater's playing. Of course he is. 
<laughs> past champion. Who's the guy? Uh, Rod Curl. So Rod Curl won Not it. Not playing. I know. But Rod Curl back in the day won it, I don't know, won it in the 90s or whatever, 80s. And his bit every year was to go to the Players' Championship in near Sawgrass, and he would hit every equipment trailer on that list and say, hey, I'm playing Colonial. I need a new set of sticks. You get one from every manufacturer. Okay, so here are the sponsors' exemptions for this year. Okay, there's a bunch of them. Um, Joseph Bramlett mm-hmm. played well at the Nelson. Uh-huh, I think. He did. Kramer Hickok. Yep, local, local. guy. Mm-hmm. Sahith Thigala. Mm. Doesn't ring a bell. No. JJ Henry. Yep. Has to right? Yeah, Will he get a Colonial invite? Sponsors exemption as long as he's still playing. Why not? Yeah. He got one for the Nelson, by the way, too. Mm. DA points. Mm. Eric Compton, the guy with the... Exploding heart. He's on his third heart. (laughs) (laughs) We'd say that. But good for him. Yes, and I didn't even know he was still playing. Uh, He doesn't have tour status. Okay. I think he's on the... Michael Visaki. Don't know him either. Mm -mm. Then an interesting group. Graham McDowell. Yep. I'm surprised he needs a sponsor's exemption. Jason Duffner. Surprised he needs a sponsor. Shows you how tough it is staying. Rafa Cabrero Bello. Mm-hmm. Surprised you. he needs a sponsor's mm-hmm. exemption. Scott Brown. Okay. And tell me, this guy needs a sponsor's exemption? Scott Piercy? Got to check out the last time he won. Remember, it's an invitational. So it's a little bit smaller it's, field. Yeah, yeah, it's only 121 players in this field. So a lot of guys that would normally get in a PGA Tour event uh, had to get that exemption to get in so should be fun uh the course looked great when we played it and uh boy it did i'm looking forward to it it did and i kind of like the fact there's a break back to back i almost think you get a little golf hangover here you get you get one week go back to work you get all your stuff done and then you go back out and party at the at colonial and this year they're doing things a little bit different it's a one day pass or four day pass it's like a a hundred bucks or four hundred dollars if you will get the week, and I think it's all the food and drink you can eat. Uh, you can consume. Boy, good luck finding a ticket right now. I know, I know. We can't even get media credentials. Yeah, just like the Nelson, you get yeah. thirty-two, and we could give them to Eli and our photographer Jason. Yep. All right, nine forty-nine on the ticket. <clears throat> T box out of classic BMW, and also mini of Plano for another ten minutes. We have good eats here from Harry's at the Harbor. That's uh, over in McKinney. I mean, there's a lot of food here, and Craig and I are, are trying to watch our. Our svelte figure, so eat up, folks. And uh, before we get to mixing with uh, Country Force, let's talk about Ideal Golfer. Because, yeah, because we have Tempest Golf Club out in Gladewater, Texas. A little bit east of here, about an hour, hour 20-minute drive. A little bit bit past Tyler, Mm -hmm. just a touch. It's supposed to be remarkable. Yeah. Really, really good. Guy bought, bought the land, bought the course, redid it. And, uh, you know, everybody who's out there plays it says it's really, really good. So much that it's a little bit under the radar. It's a good bucket list course. You were talking about bucket list courses yeah. earlier? Yeah. I would do that. And you can get Shelf a Deal. Mm-hmm. On it's only 45 bucks. It's only 45 bucks. And uh, we're back on a regular schedule this week, starting uh, next week. So we get two deals every single week. We get two. We do on Monday, deal on Thursday. And all really, really good value. You know, there's not much discounting going on in golf right now. Nope. So if you want to get a really good deal on, a golf, on golf, go to IdealGolfer.com. Amen, brother. IdealGolfer.com. More golf, less cost. On Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. All right, it's about 9.58 on the little ticket. T-Box winding up a 
Pretty fun PGA Championship edition. I want to thank Colt Nost, SMU's uh, pride and joy, and only one of three guys to win all three important U.S. amateurs in one year. Uh, you'll see his fine work today on CBS. want to thank uh, Minia Plano for having us out here. want to thank Harry's at the oh, Harbor yeah. for this food. That morning after, you got to look at this thing on the this monstrosity on Twitter, at Arnett Rick. You almost finished it, too. I'm not done yet. I'm getting there. <laughs> it's got onion rings. It's got peppers. It's, it's the perfect morning after meal. It's like, a, it's, like a, it's like a solid Bloody Mary. That's what it kind of reminds me of, right? Give me chills. Yep. And uh, also, current out of your engineering, back at the station, Jay King and Jacob Dedimore. Next week will be at Crest Cars. I've like, got to thank PGA Tour Superstore, too. Oh, big time. Don't you know, forget to check out their... Uh, 50 bucks off 250 Yep. Uh, $20 off 100 and a free van fitting experience at $150 value. If you sign up online, schedule it, write T-Box, you get it for free. And don't forget Ideal Golfer, play the Tempest Golf Club out in Gladewater. That's an out in East Texas. All right, we bring on Country Force. Eli, hello, hello. Ty. Hi, guys. Hi, T-Box. What's up? I have to say, I, I got to say my pick has got to be Brooks. I can't. If I had to put a whole bunch of stuff on it, mortgage, car, whatever, I can't see anybody else holding up being as mentally strong as him. Right now, he is the uh, live betting favorite to win at plus 400. Where's uh, Phil? Phil Mickelson is plus 1,000. He is behind, <laughs> he, he is behind, point. He's behind Brooks, Louis Ustazen, and Hideki Matsuyama. Oh, that's it. That's it. He's he's the, he's the fourth, fifth, huh? Fourth favorite. Yep. Fourth favorite. Okay. Interesting. I'm gonna. I on our podcast. You're in our podcast. I had the, my dark horse, or my lock was Joaquin Neiman making the cut. Uh-huh. And he's one under, and I think he's solid as a rock. I'm gonna stick with him. I uh, a little bit of a risk. Really? Pick. You yes. Could, I you am. could make some. Uh, you could make some decent uh, coin on that. Right now, his live betting odds are plus thirty three hundred. So ten to win three hundred and thirty dollars. If you were to oh, lay Craig, out, you a, got a guy. Hey, I don't have a guy. Put some gelt down. I you got. Could, I have. I don't. I don't actively gamble on any sports at all. Throw a throw a saw buck down and win yourself six sixty on Joaquin yeah. Neiman. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with him. I. I just. I. I. I'll be rooting for Brooks Kepko a little bit because I really like his moxie and everything. I just, I mean, his body, I just don't trust it, especially after watching him last week. Did you hear my two stone-cold locks before, uh, Eli? I did not. Uh, my first one was that Phil Mickelson would not be in the top 20 at the end of this tournament. I took the under. Ew, I think he will. And boy, then, that's, that's a and, tough one. He could definitely crater today. And then I said he will not be in the top ten after today. And so, I took the under then again. Yep. Okay. I don't for hate either dollar. one of those. I had to think about it for a dollar. <laughs> so, what else going on? You know, I still haven't been able to watch a Ranger game. I have uh, Fios. So I haven't watched a Ranger game, a Stars game, do, or a Maverick game all year. Do they not? Uh, they don't have access to Bally Sports Southwest. No. They do Man, not. They were one that, of the. They're one of the ones that didn't want to pay up the exorbitant fees. I am still just stunned that this has gone on as long as it has. I was just. I was. Don't you lose a lot of sponsorships. I mean, you, you lose a lot of everything. Viewers, sponsorships. 
and they're just they're dug in, man. Both sides are dug in, and Sinclair is. I guess they're they're betting on that. I guess in the next year, they're going to get this app up where you can pay directly to them, like five bucks a month, and then you get access, and you don't even have to go through a carrier. I don't know. Did you read what Cuban was trying to do? He and the other owners that are in the same boat. Oh yeah. Uh, start their own network. Yeah, you know he came you know on. What? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. That's exactly what he should do. He's getting hammered financially. He's got to be. Yeah. Well, he's Just come on the revenue you lose. He, he's come on the the station a couple of times, and he's been asked about it, and he's brought that up. He's like, yeah, we've we've tried to look through any kind of loopholes we have in our deal, and they're just it's there aren't any, and they they're, just have to play it out. Rick, they're not losing any TV revenue. They're still getting paid TV wise. But the, but the ad but money. just the the interest level, right? The fact about that exposure. You know, we yeah. talk about this all the time, out of sight, out of mind. Yes. When we talk to golf courses about doing things on Ideal Golf or in advertising, yeah. hey, you might be going well right now. Make sure you keep your name out there, and, and because once they start having options, you're not watching baseball. You're not watching the Rangers. You're not watching the Mavericks. You're not watching the Stars. You're going to go watch something else. I'm going to go stream and, something. And you're going to go do something else. Now, all of a sudden, the interest on the on the Stars or the Rangers, whoever it is, wanes. The and only it, reason I knew Corey Kluber threw a no-hitter was I looked at it the next morning was on Twitter. Yeah. So, wow. And this Rangers is got no-hit again. How about that? <laughs> yes, yes you Mike, it is. You should have listened to Diamond Talk, Rick. Uh, it was past my bedtime, I'm sorry. No, nah, it was past my I'm bedtime, old. too, but I was working, man. Come on. I'm old. <laughs> I'm old, too. Can uh, we older. briefly pivot back to the PGA Championship? Please. Absolutely. Eli's tired of baseball. Does talk. anybody know <laughs> Louis Oosthuizen's full name? It's not Louis Oosthuizen? It is not. Louis. What's his middle name? So Louis Oosthuizen's full name Armstrong Oosthuizen. is Lodewicious Theodorus Oosthuizen. <laughs> No Lodo, way. Lodowicious. Louis Lodowicious. Theodorus Oosthuizen. So why is he going by Louis? I, I, well, because his Luda. first name's Lodowicious. <laughs> how, Lodo. how does that come out of that? I don't know. Lodo Oosthuizen. I just saw I just saw this tweet come across, and one of the CBS commentators said, Good morning. A reminder that the full names of golfers <laughs> in the final pairing today are Philip Alfred Mickelson and Lodowicious Theodorus Oosthuizen. <laughs> See that one stat that he's one uh Lodowicious is only uh one of eight golfers to come in second in all four majors. He's always been a solid player. All right, so I don't know if you heard this too, Eli, and I'll bring this up to Ty too. If I s if I gave you a hundred thousand to one odds that he get for Hideki Matsuyama to win the Grand Slam this year. So you could win a million dollars on a ten dollar minimum bet. Would you put ten bucks down? Absolutely. Oh sure. That's fine, man. Why isn't every bookie doing that? Because it's a guaranteed ten dollar yeah. win. And Nobody's we'd all do it just to it's like buying a lottery ticket, right? You know, you ain't gonna buy win that either. You can't but win unless says you play. You. Yeah, says you. Brooks Kepka ranks in the majors since two thousand seventeen, scoring average first, scored a par first, rounds in sixties first. Rounds led first, rounds in top five first, rounds in top ten first since 2017. I just can't make myself like him all that much. I like him for golf. Same way I like Patrick Reed. I like a villain. You like Tiger. You you always like Tiger that way, too. I like Tiger to continue. But Tiger was a lot more flashy and like he made it exciting to watch. Like Kepka's just so mechanical and just boring. Tiger at least 
in in moments looked like he was enjoying himself. I don't. Does Brooks Kepka never? I mean, like you said, robotic. It's just he's just hit if ball. There's one knock I ball. have on him. I think I think Brooks is a little too cool for school. Mm-hmm. So when they watched when they were doing the uh, interviews after the round yesterday, so how'd you play? Good. What makes you think? How's this tournament handling versus the other? Well, it's a major. Click. <laughs> I mean, he just. You're right. He's good for the game because I like his athletic mentality. He brings like a football mentality to golf. But yeah, like Bill, I don't know. Could you hang with him? Could you see hanging with him? Oh, I. I don't think anybody on tour hangs with him either. I don't know if he's got any friends on oh, tour. Oh, he's got. Yeah, he, boy, I'm telling know. you what though. If I was, I don't know. If I was dating that gal he's with, I don't know if I'd ever leave the house either. <laughs> I don't know. Mark. I think she's wheels off. <laughs> Just personal thought. Well, I mean, it's possible, but she's Jen Sims. Definitely uh, not. How's your girlfriend bad feel about comments like? Yeah, that? how does your girlfriend feel about comments like that, Eli? Well, I don't know. If you bring it up, she's probably not going to care for it. But... <laughs> you brought it up. You brought it up. We didn't say it. <laughs> but you don't need to call attention to it. I'm calling her in the break. <laughs> she won't answer. <laughs> so here's the deal, Eli. Does she listen, Eli? Uh, sometimes. Here's the deal, Eli. If you leave the house today, that does not compare well. If you said Brooks shouldn't be leaving the house because of his girlfriend, now fiance. Yeah, you got to stay in the house. Well, already you stay left home the house. now. Yeah, ship she's going to be. She's going to be afterthought. <laughs> painted yourself into a corner there, man. Y'all are just Lady Eli. Just you started it. Yeah, you here. started it. Yeah. All horny for Brooks's girlfriend. <laughs> yes. Wow. Are we allowed to say horny anymore? In the I don't see why not. In yeah, the sure. Me Too movement and. I don't think guys are allowed to be horny anymore, are we? You can. <laughs> Mark <Yeah>. that. <laughs> well, if that's a rule, I just broke it. Ah. <laughs> Looking at me, I'm a little scared now. <laughs> hey, you should be happy anybody's attracted to you at this age. Open up your horizons a little bit, Craig. Never I'm out. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with it. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> Would anybody in, be interested in betting, live betting, the third round overall leader, Daniel Von Tonder, at plus 30,000? What's he? Uh, no. <laughs> What's he, he at right now? now? That's a great question. Daniel Von Tonder. Daniel Von Tonder. He, he is currently one over par, tied for 25th. Oh, okay, is. what's up? Uh, out of curiosity, because Colin Morikawa, is he even or one under? Let's see if we can find it. Because I'm looking at anybody within five, six shots has a chance, has a good chance. Uh, Colin Morikawa, one over par. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what's his odds, live odds? It's a great question. Let's take a look. He is plus 10,000. Wow. To lead after the third round. Let's see what okay, his that's a little too quick. total odds are. Yeah, that's a little too quick. Uh, he is currently sense. plus 5,000 to win. Huh. So 10 to win 500. Interesting. What's Brooks at? Plus 400? Plus 400, yeah. 10 to win 40. And who's second? Uh, Louis Ustazen. 1,000? Uh, plus 550. 10 to win 55. Hideki is 10 to win 75, and Mickelson is 10 to win 100. Okay. I like it. Where would you put where would you put your ten dollars right now? Right now? Uh I would probably actually go one deeper than that with Bryson DeChambeau. He is ten to win one forty plus fourteen hundred odds mm. to win. How about you, Ty? Um I might go with Brooks. You know. Well, that's pretty safe. I'm I'm going safe. Rick? Yeah, I'd go Brooks. Okay, give me Joaquin Neiman. 
What what are my odds on Neiman? Joaquin Neiman. Your odds are currently plus thirty three hundred. <laughs> Ten to win three hundred and thirty mm. big ones. Anybody want to book that for me? No. No. I'm sure Eli's got won't. a guy. Yeah, I'll book it. You have some guys. <laughs> Trust me. What's on the show today, boys? We things. A little basketball, a little more golf. Uh, the collision in Korea. Yeah, we'll talk a little wrestling and all the good stuff that people need to hear. Yep. The collision in Korea? Mark? Yeah, it was uh, it was an event back in the 90s, a pro wrestling event in North Korea that we're going to talk about at 1130. Is that really sport? Yes, it is. Absolutely. It's predetermined. It's, yeah, it's not fake. It's predetermined. All right, boys. Carry on the day. <laughs> See you. Have See a good boy. weekend. Broadcasting live from the TXU Energy Mothership at Victory Plaza, hard by the AAC. This is Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. KTCK AM Dallas-Fort Worth. KTCK FM Flower Mound.